I'm Corinne. I'm Mark. And welcome back to another episode of Lost in the Maze, the podcast all about the Boomtown Fair immersive, interactive, theatrical storyline maze and the ARG that goes with it. However, it's a bit of a funny world at the moment, as we've mentioned previously. Yeah. Um, And unfortunately, a bit of a consequence of this whole social distancing, flattening the curve, trying to stop everybody dying from a virus, although funny parallels to... Yeah, what's going on yeah. in, in the ALG, strangely, is that everything's a little bit uncertain about an awful lot of things right now. And as, although we don't quite know the fate of Boomtown at the moment, as everyone I think has kind of worked out with the things that have come up in the last couple of weeks, the ARG is kind of on a little bit of a pause. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's we, we, we have no idea what's going on. I would imagine that there's probably better things for money to be spent on right now than the ARG, uh, which yeah, I can really get behind. I'm not, I'm not happy, but <laughs> you know, we're not happy, but we understand. Yeah, exactly. Like which it'd is, be... it's kind of what most of life's like right now. It's like we're not happy about any of it, but we're gonna suck it up and deal with it because it's the right thing to do. Yeah, exactly. So with that. The podcast is almost certainly going on a permanent hiatus. Yeah, we really want to bring it back, and yeah, we've been enjoying doing this. Like, we we want to carry on, but we'd need some material to carry on with. Unfortunately, like we we really felt the last couple episodes, last like you know last month or so, we started to really get into groove with it. We're doing really well. We were actually recording stuff in a way that it made sense, and it wasn't a hell (laughs) to edit. it (laughs) It made sense to us anyway, but. Yeah, so we thought we'd kind of have to sort of address this elephant in the room, this particular one, straight up. But we will talk a little bit more about this at the end of this episode. Yeah. Because we do have some stories to wrap up first. Which is nice, and we'll, you know, be happy about doing that part anyway. But we'll come back to the hiatus thing at the end. Yeah, I'm so glad it didn't just stop oh god yeah yeah can you imagine i mean i know we i know we still have loose ends and we will obviously discuss these loose ends yeah although you know debate is always having things to ponder on and debate about is always a good thing i guess but yeah i'm really glad that we've had a little bit of a wrap-up can you imagine if we had just been left with like murphy and charlie and romeo trying to get into a helicopter (laughs) (laughs) so the last thing we heard was that it's like that's a hell of a thing to pick up next year yeah exactly Uh, so cool and hedron god knows where hedron would be (laughs) Okay. So, speaking on that, that's kind of where we left our little crew at the end of the last episode. Murphy was with Charlie and Romeo. Mary Daly had pissed off somewhere after changing the codes to get into the helicopter. Probably to try and get her samples. Well, she was clearly infected. She yeah. she got to the whole paranoia stage, which is part of the infection. Yeah, absolutely. I don't think... Have we found out what happened to her? No. Well, we can um, well, we can make a pretty good guess. <laughs> she's been amalgamated. Amalgamated. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we'd left them trying to get up onto the roof, trying to get to the helicopter, and then shortly after we recorded the last episode, we discovered that they get to the helicopter. However, they discovered that she's changed the locks. What Who knew? Bitch? Who knew? We knew. We tried to tell Izzy, and Izzy said, "No, be ridiculous. <laughs> she wouldn't have done that to us." Like, Why would she do that? We're on the same team. Mm. And then we had to help them get back into the chopper, didn't yes. we? Yes. So Izzy put up one of the the pig pen 
mm. puzzles using the all four four one, except there was a difference this time. There were colours. Yeah, so it was just like the last one with the flashy lights and the yeah. square bits, lines, stuff. And the the translation after the puzzle was solved was the word moonbeam, mm. which some random Twitter account who had obviously been involved in the storyline, I don't even know if in the group, I don't know, I don't even know who this person is. <laughs> who are you? Uh, posted up an answer about like an hour and a half or so into, into it. But th- they were obviously waiting on us to, to do this. So to solve yeah, this that was puzzle. this was the coolest thing actually. I think wasn't it was the fact that this kind of happened in real time. Like yeah. Izzy's tweeting and giving us basically like a bit of a countdown, and like you guys have to solve this puzzle so we can get into the helicopter before we get got. Yeah, there's literally a point where Izzy was like, "I'm so sorry, Charlie." Like, it's all over, broken it's all, heart. It, it's all over, and I was like, "Oh, oh God, we can't. is this even possible?" Right, so but it was, and we did. Yeah, so to solve this. The decoded puzzle, as I said, was Moonbeam. To get to that, you would use the pig pen and you had, you know, a word that didn't particularly make any sense. What you had to do is the different colours that they lit up on the segments, because it was like that, oh, yeah, that yeah. five segment display, yeah. um, was an indicator of which platonic solid in the grid in the background of the... Mr. Bliss video. Oh, so yeah, sick. in the in the original video, there's all the platonic solids are in a line behind Mr. Bliss, and they're yeah. all in different colours. As, as we've each... mentioned before, they all have their own colours as well. And HM Brew's website pages for all the drinks correspond to those solids and those colours. Yes, it's all connected. So with that, there was a plus and a negative like modifier there were two pluses one was plus two and one was plus one and then there was a negative one and if you put all of that in you'd get and with all the letters around then you got got to moonbeam it's not the easiest it's a very visual puzzle so it's not the easiest thing to kind of describe over, (laughs) over a podcast yeah so that solved that one weirdly the whole moonbeam thing I don't know if this puzzle is related to Gordon Romance at all because he lives in Sunbeam Cove, as we found out from the Twitter account from Izzy when she uh, did yeah, a that's flyover, what we assumed. flyover of... Uh, Sunbeam Cove and Gordon Romance was doing some home improvements. Building a new pool. Yeah. Don't know if there's anything is cryptic that in that. Who knows? Yeah. But speaking of our, our friend Gordon Romance, obviously... Charlie and Romeo were rescued, therefore One Cause campaign has been a success. So there was obviously a press release of Gordon being, you know, pleased that they'd succeeded, which stated that Charlie was back in the family home, which I thought was a slightly odd way of putting it. I don't know, but it might just be how Gordon Romance talks. Is that a cage? The same <laughs> one that the... Uh... And, he's like, and, I th- and I think he <laughs> says, like, I hear that I hear that Romeo is fine too, um, which is just a bit of an odd way of putting it. But the, the part that I'm not surprised by, but also made me the saddest. Mr. Murphy is assisting our science and medical team in their efforts to continue the fine-tuning of our wonder vaccine, DC-10X, as a potential cure for those affected by the clouds, and that's with capital S at the start, so they're calling it the cloud, radioactive fallout. Sounds, sounds like he's doing some really good work there. Yeah, so poor, poor Murphy, the rookie who got them out, who succeeded is now a test subject. No, he's just resting and recuperating. Human sample. He's resting and recuperating in a... In a oh, nice what, like star. Dr. Gida is? Yeah, yeah, no, he's probably with her. They're chatting about the mission. Yeah. It's, it's all really good. Chatting Don't worry about it. telepathically in their hive mind. 
Yeah. Well, they're not because they're not connected to the hive mind. That we or are about. they? Yeah. Well, we don't know. Is he still tweeting yes. a little bit, which is quite sweet, really? Been tweeting some Izzy art. Okay, so just to backtrack, it made me laugh at the bottom of the, the one core statement of completing this. They talk about Izzy and how she's been really successful and they've got some merchandise. Yeah. And they, they mention that Izzy has a fan podcast and they link to us. Because <laughs> <laughs> of that episode that's yeah. called All About Izzy, which I thought was quite Does that mean we're canon? oh <laughs> uh, no we're universe. kind of this is a weird little fourth wall break sort of situation isn't it yeah mm. anyway that's an interesting one let's come back to that later but they also mentioned this could be izzy merchandise i know i want a plushy izzy oh my god i want a plushy izzy so bad i hope that actually is izzy merchandise i would love that so much anyway so all of that sounds like it's all been tied up with a neat little happy bow and then well happy <laughs> exactly this is my point so then we go back to the cell which gives us sort of the you know the the darker side of the end of the story (laughs) which is the (laughs) who do you work for (laughs) who's paying your wages we're being paid by them for the podcast remember oh yes have a wonderful day it's a beautiful future so yeah here we get to learn about uh jim mcneil's not so beautiful future (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we've got the logs the last few logs from uh jim mcneil who's got uh one of the team's little communicator devices as we know and then interspersed with a log that is called daily log which we assume therefore is from mary daily yeah and then a last one that's just called log which is sort of even less even less detail but but it, but it is a third entry from that so it may not be her but I guess she's if she's sort of forgotten who she is yeah. and has become part of the the hive mind, then perhaps da- just... Daily's pointless anymore because who is Daily? Yeah, like in the diary that we got from four o four when Walter Hughes is talking in that when he has those lucid moments and he's trying to remember like who his wife was and who he was and he's like none of that matters anymore. Because these are very much like the stuff yes, in... Yes, exactly. Exactly oh, what Walter says in the all, diary. All, all the crazy stuff of, like, Vault is in my mind, Cody in the vault, Murphy looks at me, I am Murphy, am not. You know, yeah, all of, all all of that stuff is all... One's capitalised, am I, like, Amy, I am, all of that's capitalised, like it is in Walter Hughes's diary. The world will be remade in her image, one of the faithful. Rats. There's stuff about rats again. It's all the same kind of symbolism. Although there's bits in it, the kid's eye is clear, I am encouraged. The kid can come with, I am leaving in that helicopter, and the kid can come with, I am one. Yeah, so I don't know if this is like a little thing towards the fact that the kid's innocent. Yeah. Like his, his third eye is pure and naive. I mean, this is the other big question, isn't it? The big question of who the hell is Charlie, which we asked last time, and why yeah. is Charlie so important? Yeah, it's one of things like, is Charlie the girl with the stripy top? Is Charlie someone else? Is Charlie... Because obviously it's modelled the... Amy was modelled on somebody. Yeah. It's a bit... Is Charlie the one? Is what... Does Charlie become someone important later? Yeah. We Uh, don't know. We don't know at the moment. As we said at the time, like, we feel that, you know, there's some higher purpose. Yeah. And that we probably just don't know yet quite how this properly links together jim mcneil kind of just gives us the other side of them getting out yeah i feel that this was set up so that if 
Murphy Fell, McNeil would come in and somehow save the kid. So I think it was a bit of a... Uh, maybe. Like if, we a didn't get, if we didn't get the password to the helicopter in time. In magician's terms, it's a force. Yeah. You know, whatever, so whatever you chose, you're still getting that card. McNeil's watching and therefore it'll yeah. still happen. It's not I don't like think, I don't think they lose. would have killed off Charlie. <laughs> Probably not. Yeah, so help Charlie get home to Papa and all, all the other bits and pieces like that. You know about this because it's a medical thing. I saw you correcting people. Uh, well, is it? Is it though? Because someone said... This is another one of those things where it's, Papa the, Charlie it's our, our lovely little hive mind of people who find <laughs> meaning where maybe there isn't actually meaning. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> so, Papa Charlie Romeo, so there's two things that, if you're looking at um, acronyms, so PCR is... Oh, God, I can't actually remember what PCR stands for now. I'm going to look it up because... it's not important to um, medical things. Well, knowing what it stands for isn't important to me. Polymerase chain reaction. So... PCR testing is done to determine infection by certain viruses, which is kind of hilarious given the current climate. I mean, there is a PCR test for SARS-CoV-2 for coronavirus. That's COVID-19. Oh, COVID-2. COVID-19 is the disease that SARS-CoV-2 causes. Uh, SARS-CoV-2 is the virus. Okay. COVID-19 is the disease that is caused by SARS-CoV-2. Everyone, that's uh, learning. (laughs) You're learning for today. It's the first time we talked about the elephant in the room and then you got some learning out of it. So there you go. So yeah, PCR testing is to do with viral testing. And yeah, if you spin it around another way, there's CRP, which is stands for C-reactive protein, which is a marker of infection and inflammation within the body. So there's a, we do, when we take people's blood, if they come in with an infection, we look at their, their CRP, which gives us an indication of you know how bad an infection is or how much infection there is within somebody so it's kind of it's quite it does make sense it is relevant yeah it's one of those things whether it's one of those things that we've kind of projected it onto it or whether that was actually ever thought of or if that is anything to do with the charlie romeo papa thing i don't know but i quite like it it's quite cool we've we've said it on the podcast it's canon because (laughs) we're now canon so what we say is canon and that's how i look at this yeah exactly i like it though but yeah, back to back to good old McNeil. We get his little little end bit, his last log. Definitely sounds like Charlie and Romeo are back to Papa. He's obviously getting yeah, he's yeah. He's falling down the rabbit hole at this point, isn't he? He's becoming letting himself go to become part of it. I like the I really like the wording of the she made one last try to get them, surged up like a great grand fountain of her terrifying love. Sounds slightly sinister. Yeah. He's going down the stairs to join her. When Sector 6 blew up, I gathered everyone I could find and got us to that compound. I hunted and scavenged with the rest. I let them scream and vent at me. I let them cry on me. When one corps took us out, I still didn't give up. I followed and I did what I could. I did my best. And Charlie got out. So the thing I don't understand about this is, how was he not infected till now? When everyone else who's been in there for a tiny amount of time is. Is it because they opened the compound and they let people in? Possibly, is it but is it? Away? I guess. But we... then it's supposed to be the cloud, isn't it? The cloud is what is infecting people, supposedly. Yeah, so that's that's the bit I didn't get. It's like you know, if it, if it's the cloud, the cloud they would have already got them. Mm. They only started going weird when one core turned up, but one core turned up already and went in there, and they started going down with it quite quickly. So I don't know exactly. Or was it why the arrival they... of Charlie that has started them Ooh. on the track to being? Oh, it's a good thing he's at home now, then, isn't it? Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but no, yeah, I agree with you. They can. He's been there for so long and hasn't succumbed to it yet. 
Yeah. So what was the catalyst? Was it one call? Was it Charlie's arrival? Maybe Amy didn't know they were there, or I assume Amy doesn't know. I assume it's Amy that didn't know that they were there until they, until one call turned up. Mm, maybe. Yeah, maybe. And then she was and aware she of them, and then them. she infected them somehow. But yeah. it's a bit of a weird one, because how they would have done scavenging when there's clearly lots of other infected people around. Yeah, absolutely. Who knows? I mean, feel free to have a little bit of a debate in the Facebook group, guys, about who we think Charlie is, why Charlie's important, why we think they didn't get infected until then. So yeah, that's sort of the end of our little arc of the rescue from 404, which, to be fair, can I just... It's been great, hasn't it? Let's oh, yeah. just Let's just have a little moment of, like, thank you to the guys who've written this. It's been a really, really interesting story. It's been a really cool way to follow it through. And, like, having been to the 404 events and then had this and then, you know, whatever happens in the future, it's been a really nice little uh, addition, I think, to the Yeah, no, that's the storyline. I was so hyped to be going to 404 next month based off of this. Of case of like, uh, like, um, wandering around asking if anyone had seen Charlie uh, and, yeah. and, like... Yeah, I guess maybe this wouldn't Kid have, with a um, dog. Maybe this wouldn't have finished so quickly if the events were still on. Because we wouldn't ah. be at the event yet. We'd already... Charlie would already have got out. When we got there. Yeah, good point. So what would be happening? No, 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 the one that was not actually a theatrics event. Oh, yeah, 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 of course. Yeah, it would have been really interesting to see what happened at the next one, given that the story's ended here. Like, would we... Finding the... Everyone's infected. I mean, I would imagine the scientists that I went to go speak to would all be infected. You would imagine so. It'd be interesting. Anyway, that's not going to happen, so let's move on. Last little bit. Well, I say last little bit. The obviously there's the la- the very last thing from the cell that we're going to come to in a minute. I think I might just mention the base sixty four code now. Obviously, the little bits of base sixty four code that come with every entry on on the cell website. The last phrase that we've just finished is "There's no place like home." Somebody called that from the word "there." <laughs> I know, right? In the group, I was amazed by that. I was like. Yeah, no, it kind of fits, doesn't it? And I was like, slowly watched it play out. It's like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, obviously, Wizard of Oz. There's no place like home. There's no place like home. There's no place like home. But yeah, it's quite sweet. I like that. It made me happy. And then we come to the final entry on the cell. Well, at the moment, anyway, the final entry on the cell. For the time being. Yeah, let's be optimistic. Let's be yeah. <laughs> things will, things will, the world, the world will continue turning. The fun will come back. Things will start again. We will go outside again. Fun, I used we to We will once fun. again drink cider in fields. Um, I really want a Rather than just of, in the house. I, yeah. <laughs> I really want a tin of warm cider in a field right now. Yeah, it just doesn't feel right drinking Red Stripe in my own house. Doesn't feel right drinking red stripe. Yeah, I know. But anyway, um, <laughs> so the last the last thing that comes up on the cell is the chat log between AC unit and head. So we already knew that Hedron was about to head off on his mission to find the sacred texts. Yes. We knew he'd asked Artie Cathy to help him. We knew he said he was going to employ some of the methods of the cell in order to do it. And then this is where we kind of see what he means by that. So we'd already, as from the last episode, we'd solved the little puzzle on the HM Brew website. Yes. We'd got in all of the reviews on the different drinks on the HM Brew website had changed, were all struck through. 
and had been changed to rambly rubbish that he'd really said <laughs> <laughs> that didn't seem to really be in entirely a logical order it didn't really seem to have a definite place that it was going there was obviously some stuff that we were missing we didn't really know what what it was and then this full log comes up on the cell website which gives you the other half of the conversation and obviously it still doesn't entirely make sense but with ac units bits it makes an awful lot more sense than what we were seeing initially on the H and Brew site. Yeah. And then obviously there's another puzzle because how could there not be? Yeah. It just wouldn't be right. So it sort of becomes obvious from looking at the entry on the the cell website that there's got to be a way for us to get to these ancient texts. Yeah, yeah. We see that little screenshot of that old desktop that has ancient text.zip on it. And it's like, okay, we need to get this zip file somehow. How the hell do we get this zip file? tried renaming that image file that I downloaded into .zip just in case that was a way to do it. <laughs> it was not. No. No. Yeah, I thought that image was relevant as well. I tried opening it in different things to see if there was anything there and that didn't Yeah, really... text file to see if there's anything in, like the Romeo Like the Romeo email. is missing yeah. poster. Yeah, exactly. But that didn't really go anywhere. And then I know that you'd already, when you were looking at Hedron's comments on the H and Brew site, had noticed that the star ratings that people had given the drinks had become yes. little dodecahedrons or little d20s or whatever some of which were were black and some of which were white so they given they were all numbered and like you tried to put hedrons comments in order based on what those numbers were like before we had the rest of this conversation and that didn't make any sense yeah i was just trying to guess it because it had to have some that it was obviously, There's obviously out of order there. and there's some relevance behind it exactly um, so so now we've got the full conversation. If you then put Hedron's comments in order, so now we know what order they come in. If you put them in order and then you look at the number of little coloured in D20s on each one, so the, like the ranking of each thing, that gives you a sequence of numbers once they're back in order again. That sequence of numbers, I won't read it out because there's not a lot of point. If you put that in as a password onto the cell, it takes you straight to hmbrew.com forward slash that, that, that number. range of numbers yeah. yeah exactly which gives you the ancient text zip file and then there we go guys we have the ancient texts my computer wasn't the same after i downloaded that <laughs> <laughs> i'm kidding i'm kidding it's all fine it's not malware <laughs> and um yeah i think i know i i opened this and sort of flick through it and just sat there for about five minutes going what the fuck does that mean yeah yeah Yes, it was quite an interesting read because there's there's obvious one, which we'll come to last. Yeah, we'll talk about the emails at the end, definitely. I think the obvious thing to mention is that the ancient texts are a treatment, essentially. They're a series of notes and then a final um, document that gives the brand branding, the images, the brand identity for... H.M. Brew for the ecstatic order of the Sisters of Euclid, which was created by a guy called Ron Blessed, who we would imagine from Ron Blessed and what happens that Ron Blessed, Blessed is... Exactly. So he then is Hedron. Yeah. What was he... But this makes no sense. <laughs> this, I have more questions than answers now. I mean, this, like... yeah, this does, this does create a lot of a lot of questions and I think a lot of people have been kind of saying a similar thing so is is this is this what we were looking for is this something for us to 
just have like the, as a as a fob off to make him yeah look i mental. think someone someone said that on the facebook group guys surely we've just been duped here like this this can't be what the ancient what the sacred texts are this has to be something we've been given so that we don't find out what hedron was actually looking for this is a this is a rabbit hole we've been thrown down that doesn't really exist yeah uh, that maybe this is like part of a, a smaller cog and a load of other things that this would have like helped with something i don't maybe. know it's one of things i'm not sure whether or not because obviously this has been cut short i don't know if i'm confused because this doesn't seem to have a particular purpose mm. or maybe it does have a purpose but we will never find out what it was supposed to be for maybe like you said earlier you weren't sure if maybe hedron was trying to prove that hm brew was a con yeah like he wanted to go back to the sacred text to prove that hm brew wasn't all they seemed yeah he um, said like wasps had, had taken over the hive and you know yeah i mean i i they once were blessed my initial thought was that obviously hedron's gone a bit nuts whether he's gone nuts because he's gone nuts, whether he's gone nuts because, like early doors, we were saying that the HM brew drinks, are they part of how you become part of the hive mind? Are they another sort of infectious agent from Amy, if she's the sister of Euclid? Has, um, did someone give Ron a load of booze when he did this work for them? Has he then yeah. been drinking it and has gone Ooh, a bit nuts? Maybe they, maybe they got him in, then they gave him some booze and then exactly. he's infected. And then he's infected. And then he can kind of, he can remember enough of, I used to work for them, I did something, there were these sacred texts, I need to get back to it. And he knows there's a reason he wants this, but he's gone so far down the insanity track that he can't actually remember what it is. And he was genuinely looking for it, but then this is what comes out. It's not really what his mind remembered it being. Bit or like yet, the diary. Is it just a load of bullshit? Bit like the diary where uh, Walter Hughes was forgetting like he he remembers a woman in his life but he can mm, remember can't what, remember his wife or... couldn't remember anything about her yeah exactly it's but real... knew that there was something there but not yeah but like you said it would we understand more of this as this story unfolds if we get to find out where this story goes in the future one of the pages of the the final pdf document about the sister of euclid has some stuff in it there's a page about the hedron lock which obviously we did that was a puzzle yes. that we did yes. then there's the page about the um sister of euclid which we've not seen that that sort of sigil thing before we, like this is stuff i guess that we would have come to if this i wonder if that was another arc. puzzle yeah that exactly. was due to appear or whether or not there's some relevance within that you know and we were we were saying before and i still think this is the case like how is this i was sort of assuming that in the end this would all get joined up and the hedron stuff would be properly connected to the stuff that's happening in 404 yeah. and it would all kind of all the little ducks would like go into a line and it all make sense i, I feel that they haven't quite got there yet yeah i feel there's a linchpin that would have appeared at some point that sort of would have just gone and that ties everything together and you're like, oh okay mm. but who knows what's happening? You know, and like it, it makes sense because all the stuff, all of Hedron's note pages that we've got the images of, there's all the stuff in here. He starts with the drawing of a bee. He talks about about hives. There's drawings of like um, honeycomb. There's a the little sort of scratched out bit at the bottom that talks about hive music. Like it's and all the crazy talk that is very diaried crazy talk. Yeah. Oh yeah, I forgot about this bit. Uh, 1350 was when the monks started brewing their yes. mead. Which is another one. Is that when the nuclear reactor went wrong? Is that yeah? Is that a code? 
is that code for 0150 and the it's, it's all it's all it's all connected i think it's all connected but i just don't have all of the information yet and it's really just go, just going back to the um the pdf quickly there's oh, little... you're so happy about this. <laughs> Whether or not this is a thing or not. Oh, pass me that. I don't know if anyone else noticed this, but this made me laugh for quite a long time. I don't think it's a thing. You know, like sacred geometry is not a thing. <laughs> There's a bit on here that if you read it quickly, you think it says market research, but it just says marked research showed sacred geometry and metaphysical illusions pop with 20 to 30 year old females and then there's a little asterisk down to the bottom that says see attached market report on sacred geometry coffee and witch talk could also be a zing on you because it didn't pop with you because you're over 30 rude (laughs) (laughs) mark research obviously obviously i've talked a lot about mark's obsession with sacred geometry and was very annoyed when it turned out all of this was about sacred geometry. And obviously this kind of leads me to believe that maybe it wasn't all going to be about sacred geometry. And then they were like, we'll call you on that one. Let's just make it about sacred geometry. Mark research indicated it was popular. Let's do it. What can I say? But yeah, the 2013 year old females thing made me laugh. (laughs) Nice little zing there, guys. Whatever. I don't think think that's a thing, Corinne. I know. It's like, which came first? Mark's obsession with sacred geometry or sacred geometry being part of the game? (laughs) The age-old existential question. Who knows? Obviously, we know Ron Blessed's uh, design, branding and print website, which doesn't work, unfortunately. I know. I imagine that that would probably have been a thing if this was... Possibly. Continuing, perhaps. Which is another sad thing. So the last thing that's contained in that zip file is a little email exchange between, well, Ron and a couple of people. We're not sure who they work for. Well, HM Brew, obviously, but we're not not sure if there's a, a higher power there. But anyway, this little email exchange where they're chatting with Ron about the brand design for HM Brew. I think this is a double-edged sword of discussing the storyline and perhaps a little bit of insight as to the the end of this. Yeah, I think mo- someone... This is how I read this. I can't remember who, who it was, but very quickly after this came out, someone posted in the Facebook group and said, those emails sound quite final, don't they, sad face? Yeah, and I think it's uh, one of those things that people also said, don't, don't, don't rush to go read these yet, guys. Yeah. So yeah, there's obviously like back and forward of them them planning planning stuff for the marketing campaign that Ron's creating. Yeah. So basically, it's like superb. Everything's looking good at this stage. Then looking at a turnaround uh, on PM of about three weeks. But I might be able to shivvy them up a bit if I ring the printers. And then an email comes through. It says, due to unfortunate cancellation of future instalments of this project, <laughs> due to circumstances beyond anyone's control, it's become critically important that we finalise what we have to do on the branding front so that we can deliver the scheduled parts of the project as promised and with a flourish. Please send over the branding pack in as complete a state as possible, as soon as possible. Thank you so much for your fantastic work you have done for us. We couldn't have done this without you, as always, Susie. And then the final email from Ron Blessed was, Hi Susie, 
Thank you very much. I really appreciate that. It was my pleasure. I wish you guys all the best for the future. And I hope that once this is over, and in brackets, super regrettable, but totally necessary, turn of events sorts itself out, we'll be able to work together again. Please find the attached download link as the folder contains all the agreed upon deliverables, including the incomplete as is brand identity style guide for immediate in-house distribution, which I think is perhaps a little bit of a message from the guys who make the ARG saying, I think this is their taking a bow. This is them saying goodbye. Thanks guys. We've had to cut this short, but enjoy what you've got and thanks for playing. And yeah, exactly. We hope you enjoy what you've had. It definitely, it definitely reads like that. Definitely. I, I know, I know for a fact that both sides have, have had great fun doing this. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Without saying too much on that. But yeah, and that's that's the end of it. However, well, it, well, yes. It's, it's the end it's of It's the this end year. of this chapter for the time being. Exactly. Um, if we're talking in Boomtown terms. Yeah, exactly. And it's one of those things that I think that I think the energy has to come back because I think the group's grown a huge amount around it, but it's not really within our control. No, we're just gonna have to like everyone else is at the moment, we're just gonna have to wait and see what happens one thing we do know is going to happen is that this isn't going to be the last episode from us guys we it's the are last ho- official podcast episode. i guess so it's like 10 10 10 episodes and a movie <laughs> 10 episodes and a like movie. community <laughs> reference there for those uh, out there yeah not quite um well it will we... be a movie because it's going to be on the web a live video cast it it'd be yeah, great right. so we're kind of hatching we we talked about a lot from the first episode that we were going to do a community episode where we were going to read your stories to you tell people's stories of playing the games at boomtown we want to do that but we'd quite like to do it in a live episode if what we could can. go wrong exactly what could go wrong possibly streamed as well we're hoping sort of two weekends time so the first weekend of may either Friday the 1st or Saturday the 2nd, and we'll probably put a little poll up in the Facebook group to see when people would rather we did it. We'll try and get things organised so that we can do this live episode. We will read out some of the stories that we've had in. Hopefully you guys can interact with us, ask us some questions, maybe give us some live input stories. I think we've also got a possibility that we might be able to ask some of your questions to some of the guys who've been working on this possibly through the medium of the cell uh we don't we don't we don't know how it's going to work we kind of like we want to do something they they're they're up for doing something as well and i think it'd be like a, a really good thing now one of the options is through the podbean hosting we can do like a dial in thing so you guys could like hop in and ask some questions live on air i don't really know how bad we'll do, an idea that i think we'll do, we'll do a little bit more of a more of a more of planning over the next couple of weeks for how this is going to work yeah. we'll chat about it in the facebook group we'll get people's opinions we'll work out which day it's going to happen time it's going to happen ordering the booze ordering the booze and the food probs oh, we as could, well we could, we could get a bottle of prosecco we could get a bottle of prosecco. We probably should have done the first episode <laughs> well the last one's good enough <laughs> um but yeah so that's going to happen in a couple of weeks. We will be talking more about this on Facebook and Instagram and whatever else leading up to it. And I'm really excited about doing that, actually. I think it's going to be a nice little... Uh... Yeah, it seems, it seems like a really good like sign off and close of the podcast oh, so you keep quick. saying close like it's really final oh, it's, it's not over I'm... we're going on hiatus i am a pessimist but yeah 
I think it's a really good way for us to, to, to wrap this up and put it on a hiatus, and it's a good point to draw a line. So a bit of a technicality about the podcast episodes. I'm going to leave them up for another couple of months on places like Spotify and iTunes and wherever else they're syndicated. Basically, I, I long the short is I have to pay extra in order for them to syndicate onto those platforms. I, I'm not going to pay to just keep a load of old podcast episodes yeah. on there. So they are going to migrate to just being on lostinthemaze.co.uk. You won't have them on Spotify anymore. I'll leave it a couple of months because I know that there's yeah, still there's still 50 time. people listening a day roughly so I kind of want to keep that kind of like going for a bit <laughs> and not kind of cut over, cut off anyone that's part way through it and then I'll kind of wrap it up from there so yeah apart from that it's been uh, an honour for really us to be able to do this and have the, I don't I don't want to I don't want to do the... a big drawn out goodbye at the end of this episode because this is just a pause this is not a goodbye this is just a we'll see you guys later we've got the episode in a couple of weeks to do anyway so fine <laughs> we're not this is not this is not goodbye this is just see you later alligator <laughs> so yeah see you later alligators in a while crocodile <laughs> you did.